Now loading episode number 111. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the world's first and only three-in-one podcast. On what? You'll just have to find out. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of the Taylor Merrick Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Merrick. And this, well, it's a three-in-one podcast on any three topics we desire with this podcast. My goal is to be informative, educational, and entertaining. Joining me today is my lovely co-host, Jane. Hi. <laughs> We've now survived three episodes, so how are you feeling? Not bad, not bad. You know, getting back into the whole podcasting groove has really <laughs> been a challenge for me. Having to click the record button, I mean... Babe, you saw my finger cramping up. I mean... Oh, the horror. The horror. You know, having to talk into a microphone, you know... Oh, it's so far. You're a natural. <laughs> Me, I'm not. Apparently, I think I'm a comedian now. I think my YouTube vlogging days and being stuck on a random island in the middle of nowhere for a year really influenced heavily on my speaking abilities. Now I don't make any sense at all, but... Now the problem is, I have to figure out how to monetize that. You know, like, if you laugh or you chuckle, you PayPal me five bucks. Or a quarter, or a nickel, or whatever you feel led. Or I go the complete opposite route, and I say, Sign up for my Patreon link, and you can get access to my exclusive recordings of When my siblings stole my recording tape eons ago and recorded goofy segments on them. Which has actually happened. Um, one of those videos went viral on YouTube. Anyways... I remember that one. You showed it to me. You remember that one? Yeah. We have We have many, many, many more. I don't know. As kids, you know, you have fun, you screw around, you grow up a little bit, and then you listen to these re old recordings and you go, what in the world is going on? Oh, yeah, there's a whole video of me doing something. I'm like, did I seriously do that? <laughs> I'm sure everybody has it. You're probably thinking of one right now, listener. Yeah, those were the good old days. Good, good memories to be having there. So, what are we covering on today's topics of the day? Let's see, we'll be talking about Destiny 2. Jane's got a story to share. And then I have a story to share that I found on the internet. And it's up to you to determine whether it's real or fake. With that, we will be right back. As many of you know, or don't know, it's really up to how up-to-date you are with the whole gaming news and how much of a gamer you are, I have the perks of being able to play cool games on a regular basis, and Destiny 2 was one of them. Jane, you recently got hooked into it because you saw me playing. Well, I right? played it once. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, you were like, oh, I have to go make dinner, but you're doing the final mission right now, and I can't stop. I have to watch. <laughs> so you had to, like, pause dinner. Just so that you could see me take out the final boss. Well, the story so, is so intriguing, you kind of just get sucked into it. It's like watching a movie. Now, I've played it. My review is, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was a whole lot of fun. I like the added customization that you can do to your character in terms of how you want to attack. I like the customization of some of the guns, some of the armor, uh, mods that you can add to it. Don't like that you still have to pay for some stuff. It's like... Something where it's... Oh, microtransactions. Angry Joe always gets upset when he said, Oh, and now the game had to introduce microtransactions, as if gouging you 
out $60 for a game was good enough when they can't make a decent AAA rated game. You know, they have to say, Oh, please vouch for my viability by buying uh, $20 worth of in-game credit so that you can buy, you know, character enhancements. And it's like, well, whoop the flippin' do. Like, what do I care? You know, I want to earn it. So that when people look at you in-game, they can go, Wow, that guy got the best gear available. Like, he worked super hard for that gear. I remember World of Warcraft. The gear that you get is by spending a lot of time on it, which, when I was younger, I spent a lot of time on. And I had a whole lot of fun, met a lot of people, and got a really cool, super rare sword. And every time I walked into a city where a bunch of the other online players were, I was always getting comments like, Whoa, sweet sword! Oh, no way! You did that raid! Oh, I wish I could... Oh, that's super cool! Oh, that looks so awesome! Oh, man, I wish I had that! It's super cool! So... That aside, on microtransactions, I thought they could have done without. I really liked the story. I thought it was a great story. Maybe a, maybe a couple hiccups here or there. I really loved the graphics. I really loved the soundtrack and the music that went along with it. <laughs> Some things I didn't like or that I got entertained by was uh, Hawthorne's stupid um, stuttering bird, stuttering hawk in the background. Mm. That was always funny when it would load up and go, Hey, what's going on? I'm stuttering. <laughs> Let's see, what else did I not like? Oh, the fact that I died so often. You know, they should really fix the game so that I die less. Wouldn't that be rigging it then? <laughs> too easy. I like a challenge, but I don't like too hard of a challenge that I die. You know, I'm part of the Snowflake popcorn generation. They gotta make it easier. Ow, she hit me! So, what did you think of the game? Well, that was pretty cool. And, and, you know, if I have the time, I might explore it a little bit more. I mean, gameplay isn't that hard. Just fairly simple, straightforward. Mm -hmm. Controls are easy to understand. Maybe I could ask you, from a neutral standpoint of somebody not part of the whole gaming trend, gaming community, with 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. 1 to 10 more. An 8. You give it an 8? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> but now, obviously, you have to explore a little bit more and I'll give you a better... Yeah. I mean, game-wise, though, the graphics are great. It's not hard to get the, you know, controls and stuff like that. There are some games where you're like, what in the world am I supposed to do? I don't know what button I'm supposed to push. But this one, this seems fairly straightforward. And then the the story is pretty cool. So I'd like to think they did an accurate, final, actual release of Destiny. Like, this is how Destiny should have started, maybe kind of thing. I played the first Destiny game. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. It was pretty good. And then I played Destiny 2, and I said, wait, why are all the characters the same? Why am I fighting against the same people? <laughs> Who knows? Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have something better in Destiny 3 or in the DLCs. In either case, we'll see how that goes. In conclusion, those are my thoughts on Destiny 2... What are your thoughts? Did you like the game? Did you hate the game? So feel free to leave your comments. With that being said, we'll be right back. Welcome back once again. I thought we lost you there with that break. <laughs> I thought I'd never get back. I fell down a wormhole. Jane was like throwing ropes down to me, trying to pull me up and everything. I almost got lost, babe. Like, I'm so glad you were there to help me out. And I think my mom... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this is the point where I'm losing it. So before I lose it any further, I'll turn the topic over to you, Jane, and uh, let you share your story. 
as a kid, you know, growing up, we've always had the desire to have a pet of your very own. We couldn't usually get one just because, well, for one thing, we're allergic to cats. If we have cats in the house, we get very asthmatic and can't breathe. So, you know, we never really had pets that often. Well, we had one dog for a long time. Because when John was younger, he wanted a dog. So we got a dog and we had Peaches. And she was a Beagle Terrier mix. She has since recently passed away. But just like over the years, though, like I've always wanted my very own pet. Aww. Well, I didn't really... It, let's just say this. It did happen, but it was usually something that was temporary and we ended up having to give it away later. And you got attached but to it. But it was so oh, funny, though, because it's like, you know, we couldn't have these pets, but it's like God was just throwing them into our lap. It's like you got temporary pets for a little bit here and there. I mean, in our 16 years of living... My 16 years of living in Guam, I shouldn't say ours because my parents are still there. My 16 years of living in Guam, we have gathered a menagerie of animals. I remember one time we were living, when we lived, when we still lived down in South St. Julia, we had this concrete, like a garage slash storage space in the back of our house. And one time we went outside and we looked, and I'm just looking around and stuff, and I looked behind this board and there's this kitten trying to crawl through this hole in the wall. Of course it couldn't, so it was getting its head stuck, so we had to pull it out. So I'm like, oh, it was a really cute kitty, and I'm like, just wanted to keep it so bad. Uh, it just that's how it happens. We always end up finding these animals, either in boxes just left on the side of the road. We once found two litters of kittens within months of each other in a box. Someone just left on the side of the road. We ended up keeping one of the kitties because he had broken his leg, and he had this little crook in the end of his tail, which was so cute. But it's just it's just incredible to me how people can be like that. I mean, yeah, if you don't want them, don't just toss them out to be thrown away to die. Take them to shelters. Just because there are people out there who would like to adopt an animal, but they necessarily can't do it through a pet store because they're so expensive. Go to your local shelter and adopt. I mean, there are so many animals in there that have come from homes where they weren't loved, mistreated, and everything, and they really could use their own forever home, but it's just, it, right. uh, over the years, it's just incredible. Well, well the, the amount that, that you just bump into. Yeah, <laughs> we just bump into these animals. It's like, my, as my mom would say, we had this paw print stamped on our house that only animals can see. Because <laughs> there was this one dog. My parents went away on a little getaway for a few days to the island of Saipan. Well, a few days before they got back, my sister went out to get the paper one morning, and she opens up the door, and there's this little dog. Just sitting, <laughs> looking up at her, saying, "Can I come in?" <laughs> so we ended up with this dog for a few days. It's just, you know, she's just sitting there. She didn't had no no collar, no tag, nothing, and she's just like, "Hi, I want to live with you." <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> like, why am I doing this thing? All but it's just like it's gone. just so yeah. funny. They come up right to our door, and it's like, "Hi, can we stay with you?" <laughs> Well, leading up to this, is just that recently, my mom, who has the heart of a mother for ev- everybody, not just her own kids or even, you know, people, she has a heart, you know, mother's heart for anything that walk is Christ. Well, the other day she was out and about and she was behind the Tamuni Pizza Hut when she heard this little puppy cry. So she's like, oh, I gotta go find it. So she looks around, she has to go around this fence, and lo and behold, she finds three puppies. 
Uh, they're very, I mean, their eyes are open, they're walking, but they're abandoned, there's no mom, and unfortunately they, there was a little sibling that didn't make it, but mom was able to bring home these three puppies who are now with, uh, very happy, they have full bellies, and she's got the medicine to deworm them, and now she's looking for homes for them, but it's just, you know, it's just one thing after another, we're always finding these animals, and it's just kind of incredible and funny, and just, <laughs> we once rescued a dog. And That's kind of how we wound up with the neighborhood skunk, right? <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> like, one time we rescued this dog, and she ended up getting pregnant, thanks to our next-door neighbor's dog, and we had Whoops. puppies, so that was a fun experience. Now you but... had to give away puppies! <laughs> If I had to put a number on how many animals we've rescued, it's got to be close, over the hundred. Over a hundred. Over a hundred animals. Like dogs, dogs, cats. cats, pigeons, chickens, monitor lizards. Oh boy. Birds. <laughs> yeah. Fish. Fish. Well, we didn't exactly. We bought those, but still, I had like over sixty guppies at one point. Oh boy. So yeah, we've had over a hundred animals in our many years. Many moons of yeah. <laughs> it's just. As long as I can remember, we're always finding these animals in the weirdest of places. You know, the most that I got in the neighborhood that I grew up in was a deer running across <laughs> the field that we lived next door to. And it, we're, we don't live out in the country. I grew up in like the suburbs, but we had electrical power lines right next door. And uh, we'd have a deer randomly, like once in a blue moon, just go running down the field. We're like, oh, look, a deer. What's the deer doing here? Another day would be like a coyote. I saw one actually the other day. Mm-hmm. Just down the street. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, they're a bit more common here because we live near the lake. But, yeah, it's uh, entertaining if you got any... It's definitely, yeah. It's just, you know, some of these animals had their own spunky personality and you just couldn't help but fall in love with them. And, you know, I wanted to keep all of them, but we couldn't. You know, so. Yeah, allergic to some and didn't have room for the rest. Yeah. But hopefully they find... So if anyone, if anyone hears this and they live on Guam, my mom has three free puppies, so go ahead and check them out. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back for the last segment. And that segment is Pigeon versus the Internet. You, the listener, you are going to have to tell us if this is real or not. So... This is a post that I found on Facebook, and the story goes, In 2009, in South Africa, an employee of an IT company complained about the slow speed of data transmissions on ADSL, and said that data would get transferred faster by Carrier Pigeon. To highlight just how slow the broadband internet is, the company decided to test that claim. They got a Carrier Pigeon called Winston, strapped a 4GB memory stick to it, and let it fly from Howick to Durban. Winston the Pigeon took one hour and eight minutes to carry the data across the 60-mile course, and it took another hour to upload the data. During that same time, the ADSL network had sent just 4% of the data. Yes, that was a time when a pigeon went faster than your internet network. <laughs> I like the comment here. I'll post this image in the notes for this podcast. Hopefully it'll show up on iTunes or Android or however you're listening to the show. But I like the top comment that said, But is a pigeon faster than an unladen African swallow? (laughs) (laughs) Which is a direct chat in Monty Python. (laughs) So what do you think, Jane? 
Real or not? I think I'll go with real. Real? Yeah. It seems almost too believable to be true. If you're one of those research junkies, I encourage you to highly jump on this and check that claim out. I'd actually be curious to know if it's real or not. If it is real, that's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And if it's not real, it was still an entertaining story. <laughs> but the comment that always got me was the uh, <laughs> unladen African swallow. <laughs> what do you mean, African or European? I don't know. <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back. And that will wrap up Hail Mary Podcast. As always, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to let me know via Twitter, email, or Facebook. I have contact information in the show notes. If you'd also do me a favor and share this episode with a friend, make sure they got the same quality entertainment and uh, education that uh, you did on this episode. Be <laughs> that as it may. And uh, be sure to give us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you happen to be listening to it. We appreciate it so very, very much. As always, keep being awesome, and I'll see you on the flip side. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.